welcome to Cat's Tales Books Daily Tarot Reading, a metaphysical podcast for the spiritually curious. My name is Ellis Barrowman. I am a writer, a tarot reader, and, like you, a spiritually curious individual continuously growing my knowledge and awareness. We are all works in progress. There is no cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all spiritual journey. Create your own path and let your soul guide you to where you need to be. It is Monday, September 26, 2022. Halloween is in 35 days and I don't know about y'all, but I still have areas of my living room that aren't decorated. Yesterday was the first day of Rosh Hashanah, also known as the Jewish New Year, which marks the beginning of the Jewish High Holy Days. The holiday calls for reflection and is often celebrated with prayer, symbolic foods, and the blowing of the traditional horn called a shofar. A shofar is a ram's horn trumpet used in religious ceremonies and as a battle signal. Also, today marks the beginning of Navaratri, which is one of the most revered Hindu festivals observed honoring the mother goddess Durga. Over the course of nine days, Hindus celebrate the goddess's victory over the evil Maharusha. It is said that Lord Brahma, who is the most powerful god, had bestowed Maharusha the gift of immortality, ensuring that he would never die. When I sat down to write my notes, there were several things I wanted to talk about today, and one of my guides, I don't know if they were kidding or not, kept saying frogs. You need to talk about frogs. Look at the frogs. I kept seeing pictures of frogs. So I can only assume that someone out there asked for validation and a sign, and that sign was frogs. So if that's the case, this is it. If not, then the frog's spiritual meaning speaks of transformation and transition. Its presence urges us to make changes, whether it's within ourselves or in our lives. Over the weekend, my daughter and I watched Sandman on Netflix. It's a curious tale about the king of dreams and the realm he watches over, which is our dreams. And I have always been fascinated by dreams and how they evolve, how they disappear as soon as we wake up. I even wrote a couple of screenplays about dreams and how they affect us, but watching this made me think of the dream world in a very new way. Psychologists would have us believe that the dream state is nothing more than our mind's way of processing our situations, emotions, and relationships. But what if you start dreaming about things that have nothing to do with your present day? It is said that there are three stages to your dreaming. The first stage is your brain filtering out all the useless minutia that we are inundated with daily. The second stage is the processing stage where we work through our emotions. And the last stage, the last stage is the one we should pay attention to. It is believed that in this stage of sleep, in the early morning hours, We have our most prophetic dreams, or that is when spirits come to visit us. 
our guides give us important information. But many of us, as soon as we wake up, the wisps of dreams evaporate quickly. Now, dream journals may be an option. You know, start writing as soon as you're semi-conscious, but that isn't a viable solution for everybody. In my household, anyway, as soon as I reach for the alarm, my dog appears out of thin air with a list of demands that must be met immediately. There are some who can dictate the narrative of their dreams and manage what happens in their dream world. It's called lucid dreaming. The dreamer, aware they are in a sleep state, has the ability to walk through dreamland and interact as if they are visiting a foreign country. They even have the ability to change a nightmare into a really weird dream. Have you ever shared a dream with someone, a partner perhaps, where you entered the dream world together unintentionally, but with the same experience? That would be a form of dream walking. But it is possible to intentionally walk into people's dreams as well. Dreams are beautiful, strange, occasionally scary, but always necessary. Whether we are able to control our own dream world or is up to the whim of the king of dreams, dreams can pull us out of the mundane and give us something to look forward to. For today's reading, I drew the Hermit, the High Priestess, the Nine of Pentacles, and the King of Wands. This is a collective reading, so take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And the draw today encourages meditation, self-reflection, and quiet contemplation. The Hermit indicates that your life has become so busy that you've lost your way. It's time to take a step back, take a breath, and figure out where you're going. Look at what needs to be healed within yourself. What needs to be fixed on your path to get you back on track? The High Priestess signifies your inner awakening, sixth sense, higher power. Where there was once a spark is now a flicker of light, a small flame that needs to be fed to grow. This is a time to learn and nurture that little flame. Pay attention to the synchronicities around you and how you connect with the energy. The Nine of Pentacles says that you've made some significant progress on what you've been steadily working towards, and it's something to be very proud of. But it is time to take a step back and review that you are still heading in the right direction. The King of Wands asks, where are you going? And what do you want to accomplish when you arrive? It's okay to think out of the box, way outside of the box. But make sure that your vision and your path are in alignment. It's not a time for the end justifying the means mentality. If you like what I have to say, something you want to discuss, or if you have any questions, you can drop me a line at catsdlsbooks.com. That's C-A-T-S-T-E-I-E-L-S books.com. 
On that note, have a magical Monday. Take some time to ground yourself to the earth. Look to the sky. Keep on dreaming. And I will talk to you all again tomorrow.